new venture, if I were to call it that, with the subtext, uh, the subtext yes. that IO, if I remember correctly, is essentially yeah. framed in a fairly similar manner, right? Like, I, I read through a few of the, the articles, and I'm, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, oh my god, this sounds kind of how it read um, when I was reading kind of the first couple of posts on the website. And that's fantastic, you know, it, it, it really is the best way for things to sound. Um, so is that kind of the general goal for you to explore trends and ideas and assumptions that we have about the industry? Um, I'm kind of referencing that first article I saw on uh, mobile phone usage and penetration. Oh, so so um, the subtext is a bunch of things. Okay. Uh, when I first got into the ecosystem, uh, I started a Trello board where I used to collect articles um, and I arrange them by different sectors. So if I had, you know, some ideas about, say, fintech, you know, all the articles, all the tweets, all the posts I'd see online that either prove or disprove, or that, that I confirm or disconfirm my theories, mm. I go put them, you know, as attachments in the Trello card. Okay. Uh, and that has grown into a pretty substantial, you know, uh, thing today, as you might imagine. This is, imagine you know, 15, more than 15 months um, worth of work. Wow. Uh, and you know, it occurred. I, I, this wasn't called the subject at the time. It was just a thing I was doing okay. on my personal travel boards. Uh, but in the ecosystem today, you know, as technology is becoming much more important, you know, which is one of the reasons why I'm, I'm working in the industry. Okay. Uh, it's becoming it's becoming more important across the world, but uh, in Africa specifically. Um, oh. Technology becoming more prominent, African technology companies are becoming more important. Um, all the coverage I see online uh, or anywhere about this, even at events, um, it's mostly focused on, you know, like really, really short term. So this is what happened today. This is what is happening tomorrow. Mostly announcements and, you know, you know uh, while those things are, they have their place, they're very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think very strongly that there is a place for a more thoughtful perspective um, that you know doesn't doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not academic, but it's a bit rigorous about the thinking that goes behind it. Okay. Um, I begins to uh, make bold claims about you know what is happening. Tries to identify the patterns. Tries to identify you know the subtext you know beneath the news. That's no what the product is really right. about. Um, and you know it also. Fulfills my personal need to to share my ideas with people, uh, my also certain opinions right. uh, about everything. Uh, so uh, that's the, the the core vision for the project. Okay. Um, right now, I'm distributing it via a newsletter and a blog or, or, or a website. Um, but you know, further down the line, it's very easy to see how this becomes a series of events. It could become uh, a series of ebooks. Okay. It could become speaking engagements or consultancies hmm. um it could become uh, a podcast or something yeah. right you know um but but the most important thing is this trailer board that i just talked about um that's the core that's what contains all the um uh, all the thinking that has happened you know in my head about these subjects hmm. in the past 15 to 16 months uh you know and as time goes on they'll become much bigger as well Mm-hmm. So I can say, you know, the, the article that I published today, for example, talked about convergence. Um, and the idea behind convergence is that um, the only value proposition that fintech players have 
today is that they, they can take individual parts of the banking experience and focus completely on it and provide a better experience than a bank can provide. Right. Um, you know, because a bank's cost structures, you know, um, banks have built up all, all this bloat, um, you know, to enable them to, to execute all these things separately. Sorry, sorry, to execute yeah, all right. these things um, as one unit. Right, right. And if somebody comes to say, so I'm fixing money transfer, I'm fixing insurance, or I am, I'm working on um, savings, on mm. credits, etc. Um, they're able to provide a better experience than uh, a traditional financial institution. Right. Uh, and you know, if you are if you are using to Jim Barksdale, you can call this unbundling. Uh, yeah. But what happens is that as they grow their user base, so if you grow your user base as you know a credit provider, um, you will get to a point, especially because of the kind the kinds of markets that we exist in, you will get to a point where you cannot move, uh, you can't grow as fast as you used to. Uh, mm. you, can, you cannot grow revenue specifically as far as fast as you used to. Um, and your user base uh, has essentially stagnated. User right. growth rather has, has stagnated. Right. Um, and what, what we're seeing is that these platforms then begin to reach into adjacent markets and try to glean more value from uh, uh, their consumers. And so, so you see... Reversing the process, sort of? ...saving service um, because... It is a, you know, it just makes sense because okay. you have a collection of users who associate you with their financial health. Right, um, right. You see a savings platform like Piggy Bank, uh, which, you know, again, and I don't have any information about this, uh, but I suspect very strongly that Piggy Bank will launch a, a lending product at some point in the future. Right. Just it, because it would make sense. Yeah. Points, it's, it's the logical next step. Right. And so, you know, after people pick, pick a, pick apart these individual jobs to be done from banks mm-hmm. um, and traditional financial institutions, they will then go and try and um, rebuild the bundle around themselves. Right. Um, I, 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 I like to call that the Trojan horse. And so right. <laughs> everybody is building a bank. He's trying to rebuild the bank, essentially. Right. Um, dis- dismantle it and then, then rebuild put it back it. together right. uh, uh, um, in a different configuration. So, so if you think about the way you know, we used to listen, we used to consume music as albums. Right. Uh, and then, uh, as, you know, I don't spend too much time talking about this, but as a direct result of Napster and iTunes, we unbundled the album into individual singles. Oh, right, right. And now we have rebundled the album, uh, rebundled music rather, into right. playlists. Right. And so, you know, the people who, who are, the, 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 the choke point has shifted from, uh, you know, the artists, who was headlining the album to the curators, right. to the auto platforms like Spotify, who you know host these playlists. Right. Um, it's, in the, it's in the exact same way that we have a bundle of banking services. Uh, somebody comes, tries to break apart or pick apart the bundle, and then they go and try and rebundle this in a different way. Uh, and you know, they will continue. If they succeed, then we'll move forward. Uh, you know, with that paradigm until people, you know, inefficiency. Inefficiencies, inefficiencies will begin to show up again. Uh, you know, as, yeah. as, as a direct result of skill, then other players will come and try to unbundle know, it um, again. Figure out what the next paradigm looks like ah, and I see. unbundle these new, these new players. Mm. Uh, uh, so that's that's essentially the idea of convergence. Everybody starts out at one part of the map right. and is beginning to move uh, closer towards the center because that's the only path to scale. Right. 
Right. Especially in a market that's unforgiving as this one. And so it's it just, you know, little, little ideas like this that um, they are they are testable. So, so you can observe what's going on and judge for yourself as a consumer whether this makes sense or whether it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Uh, uh, and over time, you know, as based on these theses, based on these theories, I begin to make predictions about the space. Okay. You know, in real time, everybody can see what's ha- what's coming from what's not. Uh, right. And what I like about it is that if you know in six months something happens that proves this wrong or proves this incomplete, um, you know, I then start to do a study or I then start to figure out. So why was I wrong about this? How do right. I think about this? You know, what lessons do I need to learn, and how right. do I apply that to the rest of my analysis? Okay. So over time, so so I, I'm not putting myself under too much pressure to. Know, deliver groundbreaking analysis today. Though some people have have expressed that they found this, you know, the, the posts are written so far insightful. But the idea, literally, is to start somewhere and get much better at it over time. Mm. Uh, that's a high level picture of what the subtext is about. Okay. Uh, I, I'm super interested in the tech and media landscape, and I right. just think that the commentary about it needs to be more thoughtful, and the commentary about it needs to be more, you know, measured and much right. more. Um, better researched right and potentially more engaging because I, I, at least i imagine that your listeners will then hear and track what you say and then respond to you accordingly depending on how it plays out exactly. or, or make alternative arguments to your exactly. predictions exactly so, so that's the hope and a couple of people have replied me uh today okay uh, which which makes me really happy because it means that you know, people are thinking about the things I'm saying. And, okay. And, you know, the the idea behind the subject is not to to assume that I know better than anybody else, and I'm trying to tell them what to think. Mm. The idea is to force them to come up with their opinions about the subject. So by putting my opinion out there, I'm essentially forcing people to say, uh, you know, so what do I really think about this? Um, does this make sense? If they agree with me, wonderful. If they don't, wonderful as well. You know. Um, I hope everybody who reads or listens when I, you know, begin to do some audio stuff, um, I hope everybody shares their feedback, and okay. shares their disagreements specifically, and then, you know, that's how, that's literally how I get better. That's um, fantastic. At executing this. It, it's, 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 um, uh, and I think the reason why I think uh, I'm well-placed to execute such a project is that it's something I call the niche publication paradox. Um, okay. Please, so, go on, expand it. <laughs> okay, so um, how do I... Okay, let me state it exactly as I wrote it down, um, and I'll talk about this in a future um, edition of the subtext. Okay. The writers who are analytically sound enough to cover an industry thoughtfully are also analytically sound enough to work in the industry's best jobs. Hmm. Uh, and two things follow from that. Publications cannot compete for talent with the best firms on the basis of salary or impact. Uh, you know, because the size of a media business covering an industry is directly linked to um, and capped by the size of the industry itself. Right. Um, so smart writers are often looking to do more than write smartly. Um, right. <laughs> um, but also, the publications need this high quality talent in the first place to grow the scale where. They can continue to attract the high quality talent. Right. It's a bit of a weird it is, yeah. like, um, uh, but, but the idea is that you know all the people who I think should be commenting about you know or should be writing 
much more actively about tech in Africa. Um, they are VCs or they are founders who don't have time to write every single day. Ah. Um, and, and quite frankly, publications need people like this or people who are on the way to becoming or, or on the way to developing this amount of, um, of acumen about the space. Mm. And they need those kinds of people to be writing actively okay. for them to get to the, to the scale you know, um, and influence where they can begin to attract more talent on their own. Um, and that's really where it's going to work, in my view. Um, and so what you find is that you, do, you find people who are outsiders in an industry mm-hmm. um, covering the industry uh, mm-hmm. without uh, uh, strong relationships with the industry's uh, biggest players or without uh, a very strong grasp of, of you know, the issues that are the macro level issues that are uh, that are happening in the space, right. so, uh, which is why you get coverage that is very very day to day. Again, which which again, you know, I appreciate everybody who is doing that for the right. hard work because I have done that before and it's it's incredibly hard work. Uh, right. I feel that's it for so um, I want to talk, but but essentially my view is that you know if you have not done a certain amount of work or you don't have a certain amount of access, mm-hmm. then it's really difficult to to do any compelling analysis um, and, and so it's just really safe to um, to just see so the press release said X, Y, right. Z right. And so in this story I'm, story I'm going to say X, Y, Z and nothing more than that right. you know, just so that you don't uh, which is exactly what I was doing as soon as I got into the industry like I, I literally formed the template you know paragraph one what happened in paragraph two uh, why right. is it important paragraph three quotes from everybody who is relevant paragraph from um, conclusion finish so that's how I remember right. all my stories at the time just right. get them out quickly nah, nah. I, I don't spend too much time thinking about them huh. so so my question then I, I mean you, you talk speak on the paradox so is this essentially just given the nature of the paradox you just described does this just simply mean that the more you get actively involved in the space, the less you will be able to dictate and comment on the space. Partly because you don't have time to, partly because, partly because um, you know you it might be a conflict of interest to some degree. You don't want to share the the tips that you are planning to use to get a, an edge um, to to I guess the general public. And you know, is there an inherent kind of like are we is this almost like a limited edition release we can expect from you or is this like something you plan on uh, figuring out how to manage long term? Um, so uh, what we just talked about now, I, I wasn't quite making this point, although this point is very valid. Um, there is a limited ability, like just becoming a VC, uh, as I have now become. Right. In this space, just means that there's certain things I cannot be commenting on. Um, not, not not necessarily because I don't have I have no formal opinions about them, right. um, but just because you know you have to count the cost. Um, you know what do you lose in terms of access by making this snarky comment about this thing here? Ah. Um, again, again, uh, this doesn't mean that my coverage, you know, while writing the subtext is. You know, going to be pandering to anybody. I don't. Right. Uh, anybody who's read my articles knows that I'm I'm uh, blunt to a fault. Um, but <laughs> what, when trying to pick the things, to, when trying to decide what to cover um, or, or how best to cover it, then you do need to have an awareness 
of you know the effects that your writing is going to have on everybody who reads it you know from different stakeholders mm. uh, and this is much easier to do because I'm not you know I'm not reporting news or saying anything anybody has not said before I'm literally taking news reports you know that have already existed and tweets and other like you know, conversations I've had um, and they're just commenting on them uh, and so this dynamic doesn't necessarily affect the subtext um, but it definitely exists there's as you as you become more prominent in this space um, you generally find that you just have less time and uh, less and you just you know frankly it just doesn't matter to you um, the the value you gain by talking about certain things in certain ways you know is far outstrips by uh, it, it's 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 not commensurate with the amount of, with the cost right either in terms of time or reputation, or access to information, or, or something else, hmm. opportunities. That's my thinking. Hmm. So, this is still, I mean, yes, so this is something that we expect to essentially, and, and, you know, just to kind of follow up on some of your kind of short-term goals, um, you know, delivering this on a twice-a-week basis is a short-term goal. We can expect information from you twice a week. Um, are there any, I mean, are there any topical, I would say, uh, things you plan on addressing? You know, I, 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 I think some things that might come to mind might be the role of technology in, our upcoming, in the upcoming Nigerian elections. Maybe other elections are, are, are across the continent, um, both as far as information dissemination, things like that. There's a whole plethora of things that, I mean, reading your initial article, I was like, oh my God, this guy could probably write on a, a whole wide range of things that he's probably he's probably has some uh a lot of access to um so are there things that we can be excited to expect in the in the near future so um i i'm not going to talk about my editorial calendar here um, oh okay that's for, right. <laughs> for, for certain reasons that's but, a smart move yeah. that's an extremely smart move i know <laughs> um but, but but i'll say that i am mostly trying to decide uh, you know, when I try to decide what to cover, the question on my mind is, you know, why is this important? Okay. Who will find it important? You know, and and how important will they find it? Hmm. Um, because like in you will notice that in my announcement post, I stressed it multiple times that I'm trying to make it um, worth the time of the people who who read the articles, I, and that's something that I take very very seriously. Hmm. Um, I want people to come away from reading the subtext articles uh, feeling like they have spent their time valuably and they are better off for spending their time in this way. Um, for now, the publication is free. Uh, and so the only currency that I really, that will can pay me with is attention. Okay. And if I squander the attention by uh, either covering things that don't matter or, or saying something that was not poorly you know, researched or saying something I didn't really think about, right. probably or writing poorly or having like errors or something. Right. Um, you know, it's, it is me uh, uh, essentially saying you're wasting your time here by, by reading me. So go mm. read something else. Mm. Go read tweets or something. Um, right, right. Or go around about Donald Trump. Or, right. Or whatever the hell people do in their spare time. Well. Um, uh, also, I'm very, very particular about earning people's time. Uh, okay. So the, the the first post, the subtext manifesto, hmm. um, I, I didn't spend a lot of time writing it, but I spent a lot of time thinking about it um, just because um, you know, I, it needed to set the tone 
for what the rest of the coverage was going to be. Okay. Um, which is why you know there's all those charts in there and all that. Yeah. And the, the entire the, the story I tried to paint about right. how you know the internet slash smartphone penetration story is right. not necessarily as or things not as rosy as as you know other reports like to say. Right. I, 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 and you know I know when people are going to listen to this, it's going to be much too late. But on Friday, I'm going to talk specifically about one of the, you know two other reports I read recently. Okay. Um, that I've that I've done, that I've done exactly what I was saying people should not do in the announcement post. Okay. Well, uh, so that 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 announcement post still has some ex- some level of follow up because I'm interested in kind of seeing that argument yeah. a little. See more Friday, of that Friday. argument on Friday. Oh, exciting! I'm subscribed, so I'll, I'll get it. And um, for all my listeners, yes. you can go to his website, which is the subtext.io, right? Uh, and you can subscribe right at the bottom, if I remember correctly. And uh, you'll get yeah. this twice a week. You said Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays, yes. Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, yes. I re- well, Tuesdays and fi- Fridays at the very least. So okay. I'm trying to be flexible about it there. If there's something important to say on a Wednesday afternoon, I will say it. Okay. Uh, I'll send it out. But you can expect, like, you know, on Tuesdays and Fridays, there will be editions published. Um, so at least two a week. Okay, that's exciting. That's particularly exciting. And uh, well, snap! I, I have like a, I have a, I have an idea of, you know, I have a bunch of like hot questions I like to ask you about certain topics. However, however, I'm going to hold it back. Um, I just read. Just, uh, well, um, I, I feel I, I make the argument. So one of the, one of the questions I had reading that first article, first of all, is that um, I'd kind of like to particularly, uh, specifically understand what that, I, I guess, false optimism means, and also if there's some sense of a magnitude of how false the optimism is. Um, it seems like you know, at least the argument I see, I, I feel like what's being made is that the acceleration of penetration is probably not as high as people assume it to be so this idea yes. of a limitless limitless african market for you know this that and the next does isn't necessarily as true as people want to believe it is um it's a lie <laughs> it's a oh it's a straight up a lie okay so <laughs> that's 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 the argument being made so that that being said if, if, if i were to just because i also love i love personally to have all these types of uh, conversations. If 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 you were to make that argument, is there is do you have an idea? So you said it's a lie straight up. Is there a magnitude of like is this like a big lie where every tech company in Nigeria that hopes to create a consumer based uh, a tool or product or something of that sort should just give up now, forget about it. It's, it's not going to happen. Or is this so, a so? I think when I say it's a lie, um, it's a, it's not a vote of no confidence in in African market. I mean, you know, I'm literally spending my days investing in this. I'm right. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you um, doing, man? This. So, 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 so the, 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 the question why um, is something I'm still trying to figure out. Okay. Um, to be, to be completely honest. Um, and that's why I put that in the, in the post. Like, this is one of the things that I spend my days thinking about literally. Okay. Um, why are we doing this? You know, there are a bunch of things that I can talk about. Um, uh, why, like the bull case, essentially. But uh, you know, I'm not convinced that the bull case is that people are coming online, <laughs> that people are buying smartphones. Right. Because since twenty, since, since you know, smartphone penetration was increasing up until 2015, and since 2015, feature phones have been taking an increasing share of 
of smartphone sales in in Africa. You know, primarily okay. driven by transfer holdings. You know, selling their ITL feature phones. Okay. Uh, but, but you know, but, but one thing you can say though that it that we are just delaying. Like, feature phones are the gateway drug to computing, um, right. and then people will start with these low-powered phones. Okay. And as they are, as the as economic indicators improve. Um, amongst people. other things, then uh, they begin to graduate to, to smartphones. Okay. Um, specifically, buying used smartphones, um, pre-used smartphones, and then you know hopefully with time right. buy you know higher end smartphones. Uh, so you know just saying that smartphone penetration is is on the decline is declining. It, it doesn't quite tell the full story. Okay. Um, but but I, I I wrote this the way I wrote it for a very specific effect because. Right. It's almost taken as a given now. Like I read reports today that are saying that you know internet access is increasing exponentially. In fact, today I distributed about it. That's one people like to lie. Right. I read reports, um, you know, that, that just said that internet access in Nigeria is increasing exponentially, but that's like, quite easily disproven. Like right. anybody who's looking at NCC data can see that there's no exponential growth happening. Right. Um, right. But but you know, we have accepted it as you know. This is, what is true. true, right? So it just feels like when people want to write reports, they, you know, figure out this. Is, there's already a preset story they want to tell, right? And then all the charts and graphs and everything else they used to, support yeah. That I mean, that exists. So top down versus bottom up, um, and that makes me feel really uncomfortable because the right. more time we spend, you know, making noise about smartphone penetration, the less time we spend figuring out what the actual bookcase is, right? Um, you know, and that has costs. You know, um, people who are investing in this, for example, um, if if the bull case is, you know, lies elsewhere, then investors need to be, you know, to have it top of mind. Right. Founders who are trying to decide to build, you know, should will have it top of mind, and not just as you okay, so smartphones, smartphones uh, are right. Uh, are smartphones. Yeah. Therefore, you know, there's a, your market is being created for this thing I'm building. You know, which which is not necessarily true. Right. In most cases, it's false. Huh. I mean, so, 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 so that's what the post was really about. It's, right. not, it's not necessarily that you know there's no go case, pack it up, go home, we're done. <laughs> for, forget about this whole Africa rising experiment. I, I just yeah. found it really fascinating because that's essentially the backing for most of the narrative around people wanting to build great African startups, whether they're native or otherwise. They're like, oh, you know, everybody else, everybody on the continent is about to be using the you know smartphones and comp- actively computing you know it's a growing expanding markets you know we should all head for the gold rush and you are essentially saying you know you know put your toes in the water you know let's let's be a little cautious and aware of what's what's up. and that's that's i mean that even for me personally without having done any research that was the general narrative i believe to be true and seeing that question on the first episode was kind of a big like oh like, like this guy's uh this guy's coming to snatch wigs. He's not. He's not here to play. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I personally, truly, I really appreciated that about it, and, and I, I found that particularly fascinating. Um, I thank you for explaining a little more on on, on it. Um, now the, the second question I have is kind of along that lines, and this is probably for you because you've had a little more experience. Um, in, in kind of that that area. Um, so so for if you were to, and this is probably a more general question. Um, you know, I'm assuming I'm, we're probably going to you know shoot shoot out another uh, baseless assumption, but uh, I'm assuming that uh, over the I next. Still for... Sorry. Uh, 
I stopped hearing you for a bit. Can oh, you please uh, start again. Okay, yes, yeah, I will. I will. So, um, the the question is, um, I'm I'm going to shoot out a baseless assumption that uh, okay. that uh, over the next couple of years, that the a lot of uh, hoping hoping. Ideally, if economic indicators are, are gener generally trend upwards, more and more people return to the continent or start businesses on the continent aiming to uh, be startup-like, to be high-impact, low-cost ideas that they're attempting to implement. Um, and, and, you know, even in the process of the question you asked initially, you know, what does it mean to build a successful technology business? Do you have any insights on that? Um, for people who might be listening that might be interested in making taking that leap, so to so to speak, uh, sometime in the not so far future. So um, there's very little that I can I can speak about authoritatively, but um, one thing that I have seen to generally be true is you know the market is always smaller than you think it is. Right. Um, even after you you only consider the most conservative. Um, uh, market size estimates, even after you account for many of the things that we usually account for when trying to reduce a you know a two thousand dollars market to a serviceable market, right. um, like the market is always more than you think it is, and you need to be aware of that reality. You know, as you take decisions. Um, uh, I don't want to speak about specific instances now because it's not in my place to do so. All right. Uh, but but we are generally seeing that the market doesn't give a shit. Uh, whether you're putting in $200 million into it, um, it will eat up the money and uh, you have no users to show for it. Hmm. Um, but also, um, it is hard for any you know consumer-facing platform, uh, it will be hard for any consumer-facing service to reach any meaningful scale without having a, a way to scalably um, Acquire customers offline. Mm. I know that sounds that sounds insane. Saying you must acquire customers offline for an online service, right? Uh, but but it is what I've observed to be true, just from you know reading about, writing about, investing in this space. Mm. Um, uh, you do need to figure out a way to engage with customers profitably um, right. you know, per unit um, offline. Some people take this to mean agent networks, but not necessarily. Right. But you just need to figure out how to distribute your product offline, um, uh, off off the internet. Yeah. Whether you you know, so so you, people need to be free from the constraint of thinking about you know digital versus right uh, uh, analog. And, and this is why I shy away from using you know technology business or technology company. So hmm. in the description for the subtext, uh, I said. It is a it's a publication about the internet and the business of innovation. Um, and those words were selected very carefully because you know I'm applying a very broad definition to the to, to the word innovation. Right. Uh, it does not necessarily need to be software. Right. So software often helps um, you know to make processes more efficient, etc. Right. Uh, it doesn't need to be uh, a website. So, so essentially, free yourself from, from you know, all the, the stereotypes and all the archetypes that we have built up. You know, so if you are a technology platform, for example, you know, then you need to have a website. A, a website. You like, you know, it's just taken as normal and digital is by definition 
better than analog, which yeah. is which is not necessarily true. Right. Um, just because you know, you know, if my house is dirty today, I don't need a cleaning. Uh, app, I don't need a cleaner aggregator app. I need a fucking cleaner. Right. Um, so right, you know, starting from the assumption, you know, focusing on what the job to be done the consumer's life is. Um, uh, I have generally found those approaches, you know, uh, consumer-led innovation. I have generally found those approaches to 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 work better. Mm-hmm. Just because the people who are feeling the pain, right, uh, pain quotes, they they will, they're in a better position to point out what exactly they're feeling. Um, and then, you know, you, because you have that acumen, you're able to figure out the best way to solve it. Um, as opposed to saying, you know, this market exists offline, let's bring it online. You know, right, because right. Because nobody, you know, and a good example I can give is um, uh, fresh, fresh produce groceries. Right. So, you know, if people want to, to cook, they don't really give a shit about, um, uh, you know, I need to buy carrots online. You know, right. I just want fucking carrots. Carrots, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so if if there is, you know, someone selling carrots on my street, you know, right by my house, right. then it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, no matter how great a logistics operation, it right. doesn't make any sense for me to go onto your platform to uh, buy fucking carrots. Right. right. You know, um, you know, from time to time, I come across people who. Uh, operate with the assumption that digital or you know on the internet is better than off the internet. Mm. Um, I think we need to free ourselves uh, uh, from those assumptions right. just because um, it's not clear to me that, that consumers care at the end of the day. Right. So, one um, uh, example that I can give is you know buying gadgets. So, right. as opposed to, uh, uh, okay. So, so my very first MacBook, I bought it in. 2015, uh, okay. January 2015. I don't remember the exact date now. Uh, but I went on, you know, one of the more popular e-commerce sites in Nigeria. I looked at the price at the time; it was 363,000. You know, as listed on the site. No. And then I saw the name of the seller, and then I went on B Connect and found the name of the seller. I remember his name was Don Bosco. Okay. And uh, and I found his phone number on B Connect. That's the business directory. I think it. Something else now, mm. um, and I called him up. And this was at I think 5:30 a.m. Uh, and I, I lived in Abuja at the time, by the way. Right. Um, and I called him up, but I told him I wanted to buy, you know, a, a MacBook. And he said, okay. He put it on the plane and sent it to me in, you know, from Lagos to Abuja on that same morning. Wow. And I paid him 330,000 naira. And then give his delivery guy five thousand just for you know thank you just to say thank you right for bringing it you know and so if I had placed the order on that platform I'd have had to wait for five business days right for huh. you know like if I had done it online like that right. would have been a less efficient process I'd have spent you know thirty thousand naira more than I right. ended up spending right so I spent less I got it quicker mm-hmm. um, like you know it, so 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 the the larger point is that. Just because something is happening online does not mean it's, it's a better experience. Right. Um, right. Um, huh. uh, 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 we free ourselves, you know, from from thinking about things, free ourselves from that straight jackets. Hmm. Um, that's that's all I'll say for now. Right. Fascinating. Fascinating. I actually, I appreciate that kind of thinking of some of the businesses I've seen, our friends and, <laughs> and people start up in recent times. I've 
there's perhaps a strong argument for the success of the more successful ones being in their approach to deciding how to how to run their business and it, it quite similarly matches what you've just said um now i guess my final question and this is these are the questions i ask all of my guests um and it's basically uh it's almost predictive in in, in some in some way uh, I, I ask you know what what are you optimistic about within the uh, tech ecosystem so this i frame it of course depending on the guests but um for you what are you optimistic about within the tech ecosystem and, and what are you uh, i guess pessimistic about we might have discussed a lot a little more um but if, if we're to just uh, I'm, I'm hoping there's I'm, just, I'm hoping there's something exciting you have to say for uh for founders and you know people in it, it, and people and, and really you know the the people who are going to potentially be have their lives improved by uh some of the changes that are to come um what are the things to be excited about and what are the things to be wary of so so um i i will not answer your question directly because okay uh i i do not want to 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 review my my investment thesis to 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 explicitly, but um, if you look at the development of the the tech ecosystem, you know over the past eight to ten years, uh, you will notice that people that you know companies got started the first time, you know in the first wave. Right. Um, some of those companies failed. Some of them, you know, like Pala, for example, made it past the first, you know, the first. Few waves, right. uh, and, and they're still going, going strong today. Right. Um, uh, and then you find the next wave of companies, and another wave of companies, and each one, some companies die. A uh, few of them will make it to the next stage. Uh, the companies that die, um, the people who work there, will take learnings. You know, they know, you know, at least what not to do. Right. And they will start better run companies. Ah. Uh, and and one of the one of the things that makes me optimistic about you know the tech ecosystem, one of the reasons why I'm you know spending my time uh, you know uh, working in the space, you know talking to founders, is that you it is very tangible. You can see that the quality of companies being built is increasing over time. Mm. Uh, and I absolutely love talking to founders because they are some of the smartest people around. Mm. Um, I mean, these are people who have spent, you know, uh, a significant chunk of their lives working in one small domain, uh, so they know, you know, in, in some cases, literally all there is to know about the domain. Uh, they live and they breathe it, hmm. and they have seen some approaches, you know, to to company building, you know, ahead of time that just will not work. So, you know, if I wanted to build an e-commerce company, for example, today, there are certain things that. I know to do just based on just from observing Jumia Conga. There are mm. things that they have done right. There are mm. things that I think that they have done wrong. Right. Um, and you know, so I am starting off in a much better position. And so, if you you know continue to plot that graph, right. uh, you know, then you will be forced to conclude that except something uh, spectacularly bad happens, that the future is better than the past. Right. Um, and I'm doing this because I want to be a part of creating that future. Uh, um, uh, I want to help identify the companies that will deliver the future to us. Huh. Which is why, for example, my, my firm ventures platform, uh, or the firm I work with, we are investing in infrastructure layer companies primarily because okay. we think that it's the companies that um, 
will go on to enable the innovation elsewhere. And okay. it will have enabled the application of their companies uh, on the top of their infrastructure. Mm. Uh, I can talk more about that uh, offline. Offline, yes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, all right. Um, very cool. Uh, now, I, the other I, part. Uh, something I'm pessimistic about. So, I really don't want to, to talk about any specific sectors, but I okay. will anyways. Okay. I'm, I'm not convinced that e-commerce um, for these markets will get figured out anytime soon. Hmm. Uh, and there are a bunch of reasons why that is. The most straightforward one is that uh, I don't know that, you know, the average Nigerian or the average African is growing quickly enough for a group enough in in purchasing power now right for, for purchasing things online to become a company value proposition for them um i suspect that somebody's going to figure it out or figure out a model that uh, improves the experience so dramatically right that, you know that's what you want to get to stick to them the way people stick to amazon i mean i mean nigeria right authority shouldn't make any sense to get amazon Prime, but just because um the the consumer experience is as good as it is. Right. I just you know, keep on paying Amazon Prime and I keep buying everything I need to buy right. on Amazon. Right. Uh, and, and, and so what needs to be figured out in my view is what e-commerce looks like from, from the bottom of the pyramid because people like me hmm. who have access to Amazon and ASOS you know, right. will likely never shop on local e-commerce platforms. Like uh, there's just no reason to. Right, um, right, right. For example, when I lived in Mauritius, uh, my phone is a Google Pixel XL. Okay. I placed an order for the point on a Thursday okay. uh, afternoon. By Sunday night, it was in Mauritius. Wow. Um, and then DHL guy brought it to my house wow. on Monday morning. Um, compare that with some, some local e-commerce platforms, which right. still take you know five, three to five business right. days. To deliver items within the same city, right. um, it, it just you know it, it just doesn't make any sense for me. Uh, for, for, for people who have access to you know to better experiences, right? Or greater selection, right? Uh, Etc. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to engage with local platforms right now. And, and, and I must say that it's not because you know the local operators don't know what they're doing. You know, the, for the most part, they are much smarter than you know than any of us. But, hmm. you know, they are just macro-level constraints that they have to navigate. Right. Um, and it's not clear to me that those get sorted out soon. And so things things like money transfer, I think, will, will get figured out much more earlier than yeah. but e-commerce will. Huh. Uh, we don't know what e-commerce for. E-commerce, we don't know what African e-commerce uh, looks like. Huh. Uh, you know, there are some people who are doing interesting things on WhatsApp and um and Instagram, and you know, definitely watching that space to see, okay. you know, how Facebook intends to to simulate activity and take a piece of that pie. Right. right. Uh, but even even just efforts, I'm not that optimistic about. I see. Um, quite frankly. Okay. Okay. So, all right. That was. Uh, those are my final two questions. Uh, oh, sorry, man. Ah. They were. Thank you so much. They were. I truly appreciate you sitting down with me. Well, please remain on the call. We'll kind of close this up. But um, if you had to just say some final parting words to my listeners, um, what would they be? 
I should have thought about this earlier. Yeah, that's I have no idea. You have the hey, final words. He has no idea. Right after us sharing a bunch of ideas with us, but uh, <laughs> truly appreciated uh, either way. Um, and and uh, hopefully at some point in the future we get to have you on again. I think that would be particularly exciting. Um, lovely, lovely. All right. Thank you so much. All right. That's the end of this recording. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Please, uh, actually, where can we find you? Where can my listeners find you? Uh, so I, I'm most active on Twitter. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm only active on Twitter. Um, I'm beginning to use Snapchat more these days because I'm bullish on the company. Uh, uh, you know, but that's a separate issue. Twitter is squared, so S-K-W-E-I-R-D. It's just, you know, concatenates SK and weird, squared. Um, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, and more importantly, you can find me on the subtext, the subtext.io, T-H-E-S-U-B-T-X-T.io. Uh, hopefully, one day I get rich enough to buy the .com. So I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> is a fairly good start. Shorter, shorter, uh, just more difficult to remember. But yes, I, I understand that... Uh, that limitation well thank you so much for coming on and uh i truly appreciate your help uh thanks for listening guys please reach out to him and uh, share with him your thoughts argue with him if you can um via responses to his blog you love it oh great yes i'm sure some of my listeners just might um and yeah thank you so very much sir and uh that would be